Welcome to another episode of the Self-Doubt Solution, the show that helps entrepreneurs overcome the self-doubt that holds them back from achieving the next level of success, income, and personal freedom. The Self-Doubt Solution is hosted by the freedom architect, Mario Lanzarotti. Listen as Mario and his inspiring guests share practical insights and tools that help you find the shortcuts for exponential growth and success in all areas of your life. Learn how to build the mindset you need to create a life of true abundance, freedom, and fulfillment. And now, here is your host, Mario Lanzarotti. All right, everyone. Welcome to the Self-Doubt Solution. This is your host, the Freedom Architect, Mario Lanzarotti. And today, I have the honor of interviewing my friend, Shintel Patel. Shintel is a serial entrepreneur. He has been in digging deep into the real estate world since he was 21 years old. He has a very powerful story that really relates to why he's so passionate about real estate and which he's going to share with us in a moment. He's uh, also involved in, in Airbnb businesses. Um, he's doing uh, online uh, uh, marketing. He's doing uh, uh, fulfillment centers. He has his own fulfillment center, which we're going to talk about in a moment. And he has his own podcast. And much more importantly, he is someone who really lives his life with his heart wide open. And Shintel and I are working together as a, as a co uh, in my coaching business. And he's just an all around amazing human being. And I'm really excited to welcome him to the show. Shintel, welcome. Mario, thank you so much for having me on, man. I'm so excited to do this with you. Um, you know, and there's so many things that I want to uncover and talk about. I'm sure your audience is going to get a ton of value. And um, that's my main prerogative today. Just bring as much value as I can. Um, we can we can go back and forth. I'd love to speak. Um, I'm excited, man. That's all I have to say. Beautiful, beautiful. And that just says a lot already about who you are. And I want to just give you a, a quick moment for our audience. Can you just tell them what is it that you do and how might you potentially help some of our listeners? Sure, man. You know, it's it's hard to answer that question for me because it's like a lot of times I'm saying what I don't do, you know, because there's so many things that I, I'm doing. And and it's because so my my main business is real estate. So I'm I'm a real estate investor by heart. Um, I've, I've loved real estate ever since I could, uh, you know, ever since I learned about the game. So that was at 21 years old for me. Um, as I was graduated from college, I decided to get into my first flip. And from then on, I, instead of working for a company, I decided to build my own company. As soon as I graduated, I started my real estate company. And since then, we've been flipping and building homes. We've been a wholesaling property. Um, we've been doing multifamily units. We've been doing a, just a bunch of things. And, um, you know, as uh, my love for business grew, I started to expand into different ventures. So I have two brothers that worked together with me. Um, we do e-commerce as well. Um, right now, I'm sitting in a warehouse office. Uh, we have a warehouse office located in New Jersey where we have Amazon products that come in that we send out to Amazon and Walmart. So um, we do a bunch of different things. And we, we, we like to do that just because we have such a passion for, for providing value in the marketplace and growing. Um, and it just, it's just fun, dude. Like at the end of the day, it's just fun. And we like it. And there's challenges and struggles. And, you know, we look at each other and we're like, all right, how do we solve this? How do we solve that? And it just gets us going. So that's, that's, that's what I do. <laughs> Beautiful. Th th thank you. And, and I'm sure, you know, you have a vast amount of knowledge when it comes to starting things from the ground up and yeah. 
what not many people know about you and what I am fortunate to know about you is that you have a very unique story of how this all started that led you to being so passionate about real estate. And I'm curious, can you tell us you know, a little bit about your past and what sure. kicked off this journey of entrepreneurship? Sure, man, 100%. I think that was probably the most valuable piece because those were kind of my roots in, in making these all these decisions. And so for me, what happened was when I was really young, about 12 years old, I would say, is um, at a point where I, I got evicted from the house that we lived in with my family. And uh, that was a very tough time for us because it was almost like we were homeless overnight, you know? And um, the reason why that happened is because my, my parents had business, had a business and it, a, it had a nightclub actually. And, and what ended up happening was we had a ton of issues at the place um, and the business ended up going down. And with it, we went down as well. And that means we foreclosed our house um, we almost ended up on the street. The only, the only reason that we weren't actually on the street was because one of my uncles came in and got us an apartment for the meantime, so we wouldn't have to be on the street. But, but I remember very vividly how it felt that exact night that, you know, I was like asking my parents, I'm like, Hey, like, what's, what are we doing? What's going on? And they had no idea. And, you know, uh, I can't blame them because when something that uh, drastic happens to your life, it's very hard to navigate the next few steps and those things, those, those, those moments of like complete despair when we didn't know what to do next um, were, were probably some of the most fundamental and foundational pieces of like mindset for me. You know, it helped me grow as a person because when you have those adversities, um, you start to develop a different kind of appreciation for, for life, you know, and, um, I'm, I'm still so grateful looking back at it because I still had all four of us. It was me, my brother, my parents, right. And we're all healthy and we were all able to do work. And we were in America, which is like one of the best places to do business. So overall it we were really, really, really fortunate still, you know, even though we just lost everything. Um, and it's those things, those lessons that keep me grounded because now like, I drive cars that are faster than, you know, any cars I've driven in my life. And, you know, we have 5,000 square feet of a warehouse space. Our house used to be 900 square feet that we lost. Um, I'm building houses. I've built so many houses. I, I always make this joke that like, I, I didn't have a bedroom when I was growing up because we just didn't have the space. We had like seven people living in like a one, one or two bedroom apartment. And, um, and it was funny because like, I didn't have a bedroom until I was in college. So I was like 21 years old until I got my first bedroom. And, and I always make this joke because I was flipping multiple property at the time. And at any time, I probably had like 12 to 15 bedrooms under my name just because of all the properties that we owned. Mm -hmm. And it's just crazy. It's like a crazy, ironic thing that, you know, that I, I remind myself that, hey, man, like, you know, things are going to be good. Things are going to be bad. But as long as you have your mindset, you can continue growing. And at the end of the day, that's just the message that I want to spread is, is that, like, keep that at the core of your heart. And you'll always continue to progress because you know where you came from. Mm, I love that. You know, it reminds me of like really honoring your history and, yeah. and remembering where you're coming from. And because in the midst of being an entrepreneur, sometimes you forget those foundations, right? 100%. You forget, you forget you, like there's this, a lot of people do struggle with, comparison right comparing themselves to other people comparing themselves to their own expectation that they have in their mind 
And mm. what you're saying is remember how far you've already come. Exactly. Yeah, that's beautiful. 100%. And, yeah. And yeah, go on, go on. I was just going to say it to your point. It's so easy to forget that, you know, because as you grow through life, your problems become bigger and you kind of just forget about the other problems. You know, like you don't realize, like for me, I'm building a property right now. And it's something that I've always dreamed of. I wanted to buy land, build a property, sell the property. And there's a lot of struggles that come with that. And anyone in business is going to tell you there every day is a challenge. Every day there's something going on. Every day there's a, you know, a creative solution that you need to think of to, to solve something. That's the game of business. But when I'm even me, myself, when I'm building this, this new construction, I forget that, Hey man, like it was your dream to, to do this. Like the problems are there, but it was your dream to, to buy something, build it. And in the moment it's like, Oh yeah, man, like I'm, I'm complaining about the wrong things here, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just a quick reminder for, yeah. for everyone, including myself. Beautiful. Very good reminder. And and I, I've recently caught myself doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, getting so like, so lost in my head thinking, yeah, but yeah. You know, there's still this and this and that. And, that. and I was just taking a moment and this actually happened before my TEDx talk. People asked me, you know, what was the most beautiful thing in your TEDx talk? And I said, actually, the most beautiful moment was the day of the talk before I even left the Airbnb. I had a moment to myself and I was just practicing and I was listening to a piece from Tony Robbins about gratitude and appreciation. And it yeah. just hit me, this wave of emotions. And I started crying. And I was like, this is incredible. Like I'm I come from this tiny ass town in Germany. I didn't know how to speak English. I just had dreams that, and and that one day I would travel the world and I would be out there and doing what these Hollywood people are doing. Cause I was just watching all these movies and I was in my little room, just on my computer, just, you know, daydreaming. And here I am like about to give a TEDx speech. And I was so grateful for all of these people and all of those memories that got me to where I, where I ended up. And then, and that to me speaks very much into what you just shared. 100% man. I was getting a little goosebumps while you were talking about <laughs> that. It's so, it's so profound. Like the story of the journey, I mean, the story of the hero, you know, the hero's journey. It's just like, it's just like that, right? Like you come from very humble beginnings and you grow up and you, you, you go into things and for people that experience even like pieces of that, right. I feel like it's so cool when you share it, when you share it with other people, just like you're doing, just like I'm doing, because, you know, there are people out there just like we were maybe years ago watching YouTube videos or listening to podcasts and thinking like, damn, man, like, I want to do something, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I'm curious to hear what is it that makes real estate so attractive for you personally, because you've had this experience of almost essentially being homeless, of being evicted from your home at such a young age. And I can imagine that must have been quite traumatic. And now you're, because I don't believe in coincidences. I believe everything happens for a reason. And, and I'm curious, why real estate for you? Yeah, no, that's a great question, man. I mean, to be honest with you, when I fell in love with real estate, it wasn't it wasn't based on my uh, previous experience of everything that happened. The reason why I fell into real, I loved real estate in the beginning stages was that I was, I was always a very creative person. And 
I realized with real estate, like, oh man, you could take something that's already there, modify it according to what's out, like what people like, mm. and boom, the property's worth $100,000 more just like that, yeah. right? You put a little bit of time, energy, labor, some capital behind it, and boom, you, you can revitalize a building, um, take it from maybe being completely abandoned to something that's really nice. And I've always loved that. Like, I've always loved the idea that you could take something and make it way better. It's like, it's like optimizing stuff. Like you could do that with your own life. You know, like people, you know, if, if you're, you know, and just being objective here, right? Like if you're, if you're unhealthy, if you're like, you know, if you're just not like physically fit, um, you know, if you don't, if you don't have values and principles, right? Um, your quality of life will be less. But you're the, if you're the same person and you just instill a couple of these things, right? Have in, include some core values and principles and get like a gym routine going or something like that. Now you become a different person. Like you maximize your, your own self. And so for me, that's like such a, such a cool part about life that you can do those kind of things. And real estate was like the business version of that. Mm. So I fell in love with that. And then as soon as the door opened for these kind of things, these creative things, right? I realized all the financial benefits, which was the facts that, fact that real estate invest, investors pay the least in tax. The only real way to generate actual wealth, not just a high amount of money, is that you need to have assets under your belt. Real estate is like the easiest form of an asset that you can get, right? So, and my previous experience in life told me what, like my parents, when they were making money, they were making a lot of money. They were making like, I think 30 or $40,000 a month in the nineties. That's a lot. It's a lot of money. And my dad, same thing. He came to, he came to New Jersey when he was like 14 years old and um, he didn't know how to speak English. And he was working in like little convenience stores and just scraping by. And eventually when he was, you know, a little older, you know, by the time he was in his thirties, he was able to do that. Right. And for me, that, that was like, but, and I'm looking at it and I'm like, but where did he go wrong? Because clearly it went wrong. You know what I'm saying? So how do you go from making 30, $40,000 a month and then just having nothing? And then I realized at some point, my dad didn't have any assets. He just had a business that created a lot of money. And a lot of people are out there running on the treadmill, creating a ton of money every, every month, every year, right? They'll make a ton of money. You can make a half a million dollars a year, a million dollars a year. But if you spent, you know, 1.1 or 600,000, you'd still be broke. You know what I'm saying? But at some point, not that you get tired, but the human, I, I think the human brain and the human body like wants to experience different things. So if you just keep doing the same thing for years and years and years on end, at some point you're going to want some novelty, right? And the way to do that, in my opinion, is real estate or assets in general, because once you get assets under your belt, say you make a couple hundred thousand a year, park it into some assets, the assets start generating wealth for you. At some point, you can just go 100% creative mode and just do things that spark your interest, do things that you like, deliver value to the world without caring about the money. And most of the time you make the most money doing that. True. But it's really hard to do that if you don't have assets under your belt that, that pay for your life while you're out there doing that. So when I realized those things, that's when I realized, okay, real estate is going to be the thing that I focus my time and energy on to build as much assets as possible. So at some point in my life, I can focus on other things and 
And I really, really, really want to, you know, like that's for me, like one of the, the greatest gifts that I, I think I can deliver to the world is, is once I create enough wealth for me, right? Like after a certain amount of money, uh, like everything's paid for and you're good and you're happy. My perspectives, all you're going to want to do is make the world a better place. So that's, that's what, that's what I want to, that's my ultimate goal. And, and I think you're already doing that just by being you, by your yes. example that you're bringing forward. And it's interesting that you, the reason I asked, you know, why you picked real estate in is because I like, I like understanding what drives people. And from what I heard you say is that, you know, you had this traumatic experience when you were younger and you went through a personal transformation. You were like, I see that my parents got here because of their mindset and mm -hmm. they had a fixed mindset. Mm -hmm. of, this is the way life is. And this is the way life is always going to be. And you're like, no, like you can change your mindset. You can transform it. So you picked uh, a business that is all about transformation because yeah. you buy a piece of property and you transform it. And all of a sudden you, you increase the value by a fa factor of two, three, four, five X which is exactly. the same thing when you're investing in your mindset, you increase your own value that you bring out to the world by a factor okay. of a hundred X or even more. So mm -hmm. talk to me a little bit about mindset, right? You and I, we've been working together for over a year and, you know, just by looking at what's behind you there, mindset is everything. Ideas yeah. are shit without execution. You're all yeah. about mindset. And I'm curious, what would you say, was the mindset that helped you build the kind of success that you have today? Hmm. That's a great question, man. I mean, I want to back, backtrack just a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think mindset is, is huge and it's very powerful, but you can use it to your advantage or disadvantage. Like I've always been a person that goes full on. Like I have this thing that I say, which is it's all or nothing. Mm. So if, 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 if I'm taking on an opportunity, am, am I allowed to curse? Fucking hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. So if I'm taking on an opportunity, right? If it's not like a fuck, yeah, I want to do this, then it's a no. Mm. Right. So I like to be all or nothing, right? Because it just, it makes things black and white. It makes things clear for me. So, so then like when I do pursue something, you know, fucking for sure that I'm going to pursue it. You know, like if I say yes, I'm, I'm all in. Mm. So here, here's where that becomes an issue. When I was younger and I didn't know how to direct my energy, I was all in, but I was all into just being a bad kid. Mm. So I, I, I didn't learn the lessons yet of what my family struggle went through. I just thought the world was out to get me. So in the beginning, I was very, I, I was a troublemaker, right? I just did things that I shouldn't have done. Um, like I would, you know, I would like to, to look cool. I didn't have money. So like to look cool, I would go out, go to the store and, you know, steal shit to try to like look cool, steal clothes or like shades or sneakers or whatever. And, um, it just directed my energy to the wrong places. And so much so that at one point in my life, when I was, when I was like 16 or 17, I got arrested for stealing stuff. And then at that point, I realized, well, my energy is not being directed toward the right place. 
like I had a ton of energy and my mindset was I'm all or nothing. So I'm just going to go all in. So the mindset was the same. It was just where, where, where was I directing it? When I started to realize that that was the wrong path and it's going to lead me to, to prison or just getting killed or something, um, I shifted my energy into bettering myself, into improving myself. And that's when I started to actually focus in school. That's when I started to like really think about like what, what, I, want, what I want to do with my life, my career, um, th those kind of things. And, and the reason I wanted to bring this up is because you hear a lot of people talking about mindset and I love to, to speak about mindset. And, and, the, and it's so interesting to me because you can see a lot of qualities of people that have a really good mindset that have also had a history of doing things that they shouldn't have done. Right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so it's like, it was, there was always something there. There was always a fire inside of you. Right. But it's just about directing it to the right energy. So mindset is huge, but are you directing it to the right things? Because there are people out there that have the right mindset, but they're just blowing it away in garbage, you know? So that's interesting. Now, and you were talking about values and principles earlier. What is it that has helped you to gear your mindset and your focus and your energy into a healthier direction? Yeah, great question, man. Uh, so for me, I've, I've unfortunately or fortunately learned a lot of things that I've learned the hard way, mm. right? So I've had to experience things firsthand for me to me to learn i have a tendency normally to 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 react to the stimulus while it's happening to me it's hard for me to like through osmosis or whatever to learn information from other people you know and sometimes that makes it a little difficult um i can still do it but normally it's way more impactful when i've experienced it myself and the way that i've developed over time to learn these core values and principles is straight up with you, dude. I just do a lot of shit. I just do a lot of shit because I know that like all the shit that I do is not going to work. It's just in, it's just impossible for everything to always just work hundred percent of the time. That's just not how shit goes. Yeah. But if you do more shit, like a more volume of shit, then like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? just more stuff, like a lot of stuff. Then if you're like, let's say you did a hundred things this week. Yeah. Your and your rate of retention's like you're really good and your rate of retention is like 80%. So now you're there's 80 things that you've developed about yourself within the week. But let's say you did a thousand. And your retention is maybe it suffers a little bit because you did a little bit more. So now it's 70% or even 60%. Mm. But now that's 600 to 700 things that you've gained. Right? So when I take on an opportunity, my biggest thing is what am I going to learn from this? How am I going to grow as a person? You know, when I'm 80 years old, what will I say about taking this opportunity? Should I have done it or should I have not done it? You know, and those things, I think, in, for me, encompass the full picture, which is what qualities am I building? What characteristic traits am I building? The principles, because realistically, man, I didn't know, like, I didn't know the value of punctuality before, before I started putting shit in my calendar. Mm just didn't understand the concept. Like I would just, I wouldn't go to class on time because I just didn't care. I was like, all right, I missed one class. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Right. And then the value of that came when I started to realize if I missed three, four classes in a row, 
that's where it becomes a problem, right? That's when my retention rate goes down. So I learned that through school, but I didn't, I, I, I learned by, get, by putting in effort, right? So I would say for everyone listening that's out there, if there's something that you want to try and you're worried about, hey, I'm not going to do it perfectly. I'm not going to do it like, right, you know, just do it. Because at some point you'll start picking up the lessons and you'll grow as a person and it'll expand to different areas of your life. That's, that's what's so cool about putting in, that's what's so cool about self-improvement and development is that all these things are transitive, right? Like you get better in the gym, you'll just get better in, in whatever you're doing for work. It's, mm -hmm. it's just true. You know, if you start caring about the way that you look, you probably show up on time. Like, I don't know how it works, but it just works. <laughs> you see what I mean? So, yeah. so I got the core values and principles from doing things. Mm. So you're, if I, if I hear you correctly, you're saying that your way of learning is learning by doing. You're someone who gets into action instead of picking up a book and reading about something and then thinking about, mm, does it make sense for me to do it? You're like, no, no, let me first do the thing. Let me get yeah. the experience. And then maybe I'll pick up a book and deepen my understanding about it. But I'm someone who's in action and I'm willing to fall down, you know, get a little bruise here and there, hurt myself a little bit, pick myself up back again, take a look at what happened and say, okay, you know, how can I extract the wisdom from this and grow as a person? 100%, 100%. And, and I'll extend it just by saying that I, I think I'm like that, but I think most people are, are like that. Like, I know there's different styles of learning. There's, you know, learning through auditory, there's kinetic, there's different styles of learning, right? But if, if you're being realistic, 50% of the shit that you do in the beginning part uh, is, just, is just based on the doing. The, the later half comes from the learning. Like Mario, for example, do, do you know how to swim? Yeah. Okay. So let, let's just say for this example that you didn't know how to swim, right? And I'm like, Mario, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you how to swim. So I give you a book. Here's how to swim. <laughs> right? And, and then you read through the book. You're like, okay this way then that way then close my nose and this way then that way you know so so you're like okay i get it so i'm like look mario review the book for like a week and you just go through it like a hundred times and you're like we show up to the pool and you're like man i got this shit i'm confident i can do it 100 i read this book a million times and then i throw you in the water the book's not going to mimic that you know the book is just not going to mimic that those 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 feelings those emotions that you get when you're in the water and you're like drowning and you're like shit what do i do now you know, it just won't. So the real thing is jump in the water, see what's going on. How, is, how are you reacting? And then go back into research mode. Okay. You know what? When I was in the water, I experienced this. Now go find out about that. You know, the first 50% of it is just you trying it and then go back and try to research it. The problem that I have with most people is that they'll, they'll try to do the research too much research beforehand. Like it's obviously good to get some kind of idea of what you're doing, but at some point, if you're so into research, then, you know, you, you'll, you'll, you'll back away from doing. Um, that's just my opinion though, you know? Yeah, and, 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 I, and I can second what you just said about this, this process of learning by doing. And, and, and for me, it was the same thing. This is how I build my coaching business. Like for the longest time, I had no idea what this was going to look like. I had no idea how I was going to call myself. Well, I started out just by talking to students about my story of how I went from depressed and, and, and suicidal to now pursuing my dream. And people were like, how did you do it? What was the, 
what were the steps, you know, and I, I was just talking, it was just, in, I was standing, I'm saying, okay, we're going to talk about this, and people started asking questions, and then it's yeah. like, oh, this is a question I don't know the answer to, and I would write down the question, I would do some research, and I'll do it yeah. again, and again, and again, and now I've talked to, I don't know, hundreds, maybe thousands of, of audiences all over the world for the past decade, and now it's, second nature now it's just like you can wake me up in the middle of the night and i can give a public speak and it's probably going to be a good one before we continue the conversation with my inspiring guest i have a very special announcement to make if you're a business owner i have a feeling you started this journey because you want more than just success you want to live a truly abundant life that means having a profitable business to fund the lifestyle you love and create a massive positive impact it also means having thriving relationships with people who inspire and challenge you, being mentally, emotionally, and physically healthy so you can have the energy to go after what you really want while truly enjoying the process, and being able to go on adventures that really make life worth living rather than just sitting behind your computer all day. So if you would like to be able to have this kind of abundance in your life, then I've just got the right thing for you. The Abundance Accelerator Academy is my new membership community where we host three monthly coaching calls that are focused on helping you improve your mindset, grow your business, and create the kind of freedom you want. There are also fun monthly community growth challenges that help you build new success habits which you will need to access greater levels of abundance. All of this and more for just $69 per month. If this sounds exciting to you, visit www.abundanceupgrade4.me to learn more. And now, back to the show with my inspiring guest. I have a question in that for you because the biggest thing, obviously in, in, in my profession, I hear this a lot, is people afraid of, of failure, right? They have a big, yeah. have an idea and they're like, I really want to do this or like, I, I, I saw your TEDx talk. I want to do that as well. I want to talk to women. I want to talk to children. I was like, great. You know, it's like, yeah, but I don't know. And, and so the whole overthinking because yes. of that fear of failure, how yes. do you, how have you dealt with that fear of failure and how are you dealing with that right now? Yeah. Great question, dude. And to be 100% frank with you, I have to credit you to a lot of this stuff because you've helped me develop a mindset around that, which is like, for me, what I do constantly now is remind myself that like, it's not, there is no, there's no failure really. Like who's your audience? It's pretty much you. So if it's you, you get to decide, did I fail or did I not fail? Mm. And if you shift your mindset to, Hey, you know what? I did this project. Maybe I didn't make a lot of money, but I learned like seven things that are going to create like crazily impact my future of building property or from, in my example, like building property or doing something right then I realized that, wait, dude, I actually didn't fail. I just got a fucking $100,000 like um, training program to learn how to flip property in like in the real time. You know what I'm saying? In the real time. So it's like, there's no way to fail. You know, if you look at it that way, there's just no way to fail. Like it's always about growth and it's always about consistently building blocks to help you get better. And, and I definitely want to credit you for this because you've helped me like really in like put that into my my brain to like really help me get to that level so so thank you for that dude of course you 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 and i have to thank you because you are a living proof of 
that these things work and you know i didn't i didn't make most of the stuff that i didn't come up with it's been around and around and around since thousands of years and yeah. and you said something profound which i'm not sure if you caught it but it was really good you said that who gets to decide that you're a failure and that was so good because in our minds most of the time we think that we are being labeled a failure through the eyes of other people. But yeah. the truth is, that's not true. Most of the cases, most people don't even care about you falling down or walking straight because everyone is wrapped up in their own minds. Yeah. You said, you know, wait a minute, you get to decide that. And you get to decide that, hey, no, I didn't fail. I, you know, this one way that I thought is going to work out didn't work out, but I, I got like 10 incredibly valuable lessons in an, in an hour. This was amazing. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. your decision. And that's really profound. 100%. That's, I'm, I'm glad that you highlighted that because yeah, I didn't really catch it as, as quick as you caught it, but, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, it's, it's really important. Like through my journey with you, I think it's been almost two years since we worked together. Um, and through my journey with you, I've learned so much about the value of being your, your own like supporter mm. because there's so much, I know I'm very guilty of this and I know a bunch of entrepreneurs and people uh, in general are probably hearing this and they're probably going to think, oh, yeah, I do this a lot is we're our own worst critic, all, all critic all the time. You know, we're our own worst critic, like around us, our friends and family will tell us, man, you did a good job, you know, like you did a good job or, you know, Hey, like that was, that was really good. Even in small things, like, even if you like, I don't know, made some cookies and your family would be like, yeah, you know, this is really good. Instead of taking the compliment, you might be like, yeah, but I could have added like a little bit of more vanilla or something, you know, like you just, you just brush it off all the time and, and you'll do that. I know I'm guilty of this. I'll speak for myself. I do that all the time. Like if I'm in business or if I'm in this, like I could have gave a little bit more, I could have gave a little bit more of this, but the truth is you couldn't have because you, you, you've done what you've done the maximum that you could have done at any given point. That's just how it works. You know, and yet again, another profound statement, you couldn't have done more than you did in the moment because, you know, that's what you did in the very moment. And I, I, and I think a lot of us, we have these extremely unrealistic expectations of what's possible for us in the moments. And yeah, and, I, and, 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 and I think the personal development industry is, you know, partly to blame for that because yeah. it creates these idea that somehow we're like Superman or Superwoman, you know, yeah. at any given moment, you're supposed, you can be here at the very top of the game, but it, it totally discredits that just a moment ago, you read a message from this guy that you pitched your offer to. And he said, I was going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And on the inside, you're like, Oh my God, this is going to be a 50 K pay deal. You know, like, damn. And then he says, yeah, sorry. I, I just thought about it. It's not going to work out. You're not just going to just say, Oh, okay. You know, maybe at some point that will yeah. not bother you. Not at all. But of most of us are just going to feel some sort of a, of a sting. And you're ah, so yeah. That just takes your what's possible in the moment from here to all the way down here. But in your mind, you still think you're supposed to be here. So then exactly. the criticism happens and you're like, oh, but I'm not doing, I should have been doing better. And you're like, wait a minute, I'm actually over here. Yeah. 100%.
I want to, I want to, I want to narrow in on this a little bit and, and ask, how do you deal with that? So, you know, as you said, you encounter yourself going through these motions where you're being very hard on yourself, where you're judging mm -hmm. yourself for, I should have done better. I could have done better, all of that. And then that lands, you know, that's not a nice feeling. That's a, that's a heavy feeling. There's some anxiety around that. How do you deal with that? How do you take that to another level then? Mm -hmm. Great question, dude. So often I ask myself, if I didn't give a fuck about how much money I was making, what would I do? Hmm. You know? And then as soon as I realized that, because let's not, let's not bullshit, right? Like money's important, right? That's where that we're in business, obviously to serve, give value to people, but we want to make a ton of money, you know? And it's important. But when I, when I ask myself this question, what I've, the answers that I get are things that I naturally love to do. So I lean in hard as fuck into shit that I love to do. Hmm. So if I encounter an experience like that, and it happens all the time. If I realize, okay, maybe I was supposed to make this much, but I'm not going to make this much, or I was supposed to do this, but now that opportunity is closed and I can't, or something along those lines, I remind myself, okay, if I didn't give a fuck about the money, what would I do? And then those answers that start coming up, sometimes they're different. Sometimes they're the same. Those answers that start coming up, I lean in super hard into those things. And I start doing that. I start doing that shit. I'll optimize my day. I'll change it. And I'll start focusing on more of that. So then it almost reinvigorates my, my, my whole body. Like the love for the game comes back. The, the ability to see past the current struggle into the future comes back. Right. Like, you never want, this is something that I heard actually re very recently, and this is valuable because it was impactful for me. You never want to live and buy, but live and die by the deal. Mm. Right. So you, I, I used to do that all the time where I would like literally live and buy, die by the deal. So it, what I mean is like, you would be counting on something to work so much that you would be like, your entire mindset would be wrapped around that one thing. And when that happens, you put yourself in a very, very vulnerable place because now you're almost giving off desperate, desperate energy. Yes. And, you know, I'm someone that believes a lot in, in laws of the universe and vibration and frequency. Like these things are higher concepts that a lot of people in business don't think about. But if you're operating at a frequency that's just not right, that's just desperate, that's just like, I don't have anything, a, a scarcity mindset, you will not get the great things coming towards you. Mm. No. And it's just, you know, it's, 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 I don't know how, I don't know exactly what causes that. Um, I'm not an expert in it, but I know it works, yeah. you know? And for me, whenever I realize, Hey, look, I was supposed to be here. Now I'm here. I reaffirm why I'm here. Okay. Boom. I, I built, I built a business to here. I'm doing things that I dreamed about. I'm helping people every day, right? Boom, I'm here. Now let's focus on shit that I want to do. And sometimes it's simple. Sometimes it's very, very simple. Like I told you this multiple times. What makes me so fucking happy is like, I'll just close my laptop and go run out and grab a smoothie. You know? And for me, it's just like, there's so many lessons in that. Just one experience, which is like, bro, I can literally do whatever the fuck I want. I want to go get a smoothie. I can go get a smoothie. You know, and it's like, how could you be fucking upset? 
You know, like there's no reason to be, you know, because there's people out there that fucking can't do that. Like they literally just can't do that. Like there's a lot of bullshit going on where they live. There might be war. They might have literally zero money. Um, you know, they just won't have the resources. They they might not even have a car to get there or any public transportation. But but yeah, maybe I lost a fifty thousand dollar deal, but I could still get in my car that I love very much and I can go get a smoothie. You know, so it's like the simplest things in life a lot of the time bring the most happiness. So that's what I do. And, and you said something that people that don't know you won't, won't necessarily get, but to bring a little context, you know, when we first started working, the words that you often said were like, what should I do? I'm not yeah. sure what I should do. And now listening to you, I haven't caught a single should. You're all like, this is what I want to do. This is the life that I wanted to build. This is where I wanted to get. And it just shows the kind of shift that you made internally to go yeah. really focus on it's the life that I want to live. And, and for you, that's the simple things and saying, okay, it's going, going out to the store and buying yourself a smoothie. You know, for me, it's like, I, I so resonate with what you were saying as not to live and die by the deal because yeah. I used to do that as well. I used to live and die by my kind of deals that I was making in my business and I would deny myself the simplest things. And, yeah. and I asked myself, what is it, what's most important to me? And what was most important to me is to live the kind of lifestyle that I yeah. enjoy living. And I had completely let go of the kind of generational wealth that I'm on my way to creating that it has to happen a year from now, two years from now, because I don't fucking know. I don't, there's no way for me to know. And in the exactly. meantime, I'm going to live my life the way that I want to live it. And, you know, of exactly. course, the way that it's possible with what the kind of resources that I have, like, I'm not going to beat myself up for not being able to afford a Ferrari. That's yeah. You know, yeah. it's the small things. And I, and I, and I love also what you were saying about the laws of the universe and scarcity and abundance. And I want to ask you like, Talk to me about the hustle mentality because I know a lot of entrepreneurs are all about yeah. the hustle and how that relates to scarcity and abundance. 100%. I'd love to talk about this. This is something that sits very, very deep inside of me, which is the hustle, the grind, the, you know, the nonstop working, the working your ass off mentality. And I want to credit you again to, to these things because you've been such a profound um, like help for me to like shift my mindset and look at these things in a different light, you know? And the biggest thing that I want to say is the hustle mindset, grinding it out is very useful. It works, right? It's very useful. But if you think about the connotation of that grinding, It's almost, almost like you're chipping away at your life, right? And that's a big thing that you, Mario, have helped me realize. So the biggest thing that I could tell you for, for whoever's listening right now is use it as a tool, just like Mario told me, use it as a tool, you know, whip, take that tool out. And, you know, when there's a struggle, when there's a challenge, like do that, hustle, grind, do what you have to do to make it work because business is about overcoming challenges and sometimes you will need to work your ass off to make it happen you know and other times 
you you will need to develop a different kind of approach, right? It's more about adapting, right? Sometimes you'll need to be more creative. Sometimes you'll need to like let your thoughts marinate a little bit and approach things from a different angle. And like all these guys out there, the David Goggins, the the Jocko Willing, right? All these guys that are like execute, hustle, you know, this, that. Um, don't get me wrong, those things work and they're pro they're powerful things. But you need to, in my opinion, what's worked for me is developing a kind of hybrid approach to it, right? Mm. Like I use those tools and I will, I will get the most out of them when I, when I can, but I will never, ever forget moving forward, right? Through, through your help, Mario, I'll never forget that my life is being lived every second that I'm here mm. and I'm not Tita tomorrow, right? So I will do the most that I can to maximize my enjoyment my love for myself, the love and positivity that I spread out to others, right? I will do the most that I can in every moment to cap to capitalize on those things because those things are never to be taken granted for. And what's very ironic is that you'll realize that as you start to do that, you'll work without realizing you're working. And it'll be more of like, it won't be a grind. It'll be more of like, just like a flow. Like you're in the flow, getting shit done. You're fucking, you just want to do shit, you know? And it's not, it's not like, it's not a grind. It's really not a grind. Like when I describe my life now, it's, it's not a grind. It's, it's me in the flow. Like I wake up, grab a coffee, I get to work and I'm calling people. I'm getting deals done. I'm talking to people that I want to talk to. Like I'm out looking at projects that I want to look at. Like it's not a grind. I fucking, I want to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So so it's, 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 that's the mindset that I would try to adopt around that. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I catch myself sometimes as well of doing the, 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 the hustle and yes. working relentlessly and just going and going and going. And at some point, what I realized is very similar to you is like, asking myself the question because I was challenged by people say, yeah, but you're working so much, you know, you talk about freedom. And I was like, do I actually want to work the kind of, the kind of way that I'm working and the, the kind of hours, or would I rather, you know, chill on the beach or go for a walk or a hike or whatever. And the answer was, no, I like working. I, I, I really love it. You know, it's like, sometimes I'm like, I don't know what else I'd rather be doing right now. Yes, you know, this. I love being in nature. Yet, But after a certain time for me in nature, it's boring, you know? I like it as a recharge and rest. It's like these bursts that I take that I really appreciate. But I love this. This gets me fired up. And, and you know, I can see the same thing in, in you. And I think one of the things that you mastered really well is, you know, you were able to say, you know, I still do this because I really enjoy doing it but I take out the pressure in my mind. I take out this, the whip, the, the mental whip that I have there and to yes. move into a flow. So I'm reminding you, so I was like, yeah, this is the life that I want to live. So I'm not going to complain about the life that I'm living. Oh, this is so hard. This is, this is like, no, you're like, this is all part of the process. You know, there's yes. no such thing as failure. There's learning. And some people beat themselves up. Oh, I failed. I didn't get the deal. And you're like, no, you know what? That's okay. It's okay. I'm learning. I'm learning. And I'm using the learnings to make it even better and even better. And it just shows the way that you're showing up right now as an entrepreneur. 
Yeah, 100%, man. And it's, it's such a good lesson, like for so many people to take on. And, and I, and I want like the value that I want to, even just today, the value that I want to bring is like, do that for yourself, man, do that for yourself to, to, to learn to love yourself through the process of becoming who you want to become because mm. it's all so powerful, dude, because it's something that I, yeah, it's something that I've learned. Um, and, and Mario, you've been such a help, man. I can't even like, it's like, it's hard to even put a like amount of importance onto that because it's so priceless the amount that you've taught me because think about it this way let's just say you have two two scenarios what a and b in scenario a you're doing that mentality you're grinding your face off you're working your ass off you're doing everything that you need to do you're just like torturing yourself almost right like you're just getting shit done right and you could be 65 with 100 million dollars and you know be like good you know like generational wealth all the shit that you ever dreamed about um and you know all the years of sacrifice right and then b is you know you you let's say you have the same amount of money right and you're the same age right 65 with 100 million right but through the process of becoming that version of you 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 loved yourself every minute you loved yourself as much as when you had no money with a lot of money right and you learned lessons and you were positive and, you know, and you didn't beat yourself into submission. You basically, you created the highest version of you through that process. Um, I guarantee at that, that version of you at 65 is going to be so much happier. And that's the lesson that that's the thing that I want to give to people because it's, it's years and years and years of, of happiness that, that you can, you're missing out on dude, you're missing out on it. Right. And if you, if you look at it, like it's dollars or currency, it's a lot of money that you would leave on the table, you know? So there's no reason to do that. That's such a beautiful way of looking at it, the way that you just said that. And, and, and you know, I, I can vouch for what you said, that that's true. I've seen your transformation. And I think this is so important because a lot of people, and I know that you were there, I was there myself, is like when you people, when you hear people talking about loving yourself, accepting yourself, especially amongst people like you and I, high performers, entrepreneurs, the first reaction you get, at least internally, is a little bit like, nah, you know, like, yeah, but like, because if I love myself, then I'll just stop. I'll just yeah. settle because because my love is sort of my end goal. You know, I'll eventually, once I got the millions, then let me hear, then I will love and accept myself for who I am. But it never happens. So what you no. did, and also what I did is like, you were like, let me embrace the process of entrepreneurship. Let me yeah. enjoy myself and let me congratulate myself for having made my first sale. Let me exactly. congratulate myself for having collected my first five no's and still stand. And that just transforms the, the journey into an enjoyable journey. Whereas the other one is like you said, you know, it's torture. It's all about sacrifice. It's just like yeah. grinding yourself, you know, to the to the bone and you're like no man you're walking two paths you're walking forward anyway so you might yes. as well learn to enjoy that you're walking forward as opposed 100%. to being like, no no <laughs> exactly. exactly man and one last thing i want to say about that is too like dude that that is so profound and impactful and that's why it's so important for for people right like a lot of people because i'm i'm an investor right like i invest in real estate so a lot of people contact me for hey i, I want to invest this money or i want to do this or do that and, you know, investing in real estate is capital intensive. It takes 
you know, if you want to do your first project, it's like $50,000 at a minimum, right? So for the person that doesn't have that investable money right now, um, invest into yourself. It's the biggest Ooh. thing I can say. Invest into yourself because, because like I just, like we were talking about before, right? The value that you provide to the marketplace is, is, is transformative. You could be, you could provide low value, have low skills, you know, not have much, ugh, low value and you'll get low, low return back. But you can increase your value just by hiring professionals to come into your life, coach you, mentor you, get the right mindset. And those things, you know what's ironic about those things? They cost way less than traditional investments, right? Real estate investments, 50,000. Uh, mentorship, 10,000, right? Now, a lot of people will be like, whoa, 10,000, I can't. There's no way I can do that. But it's just it's so hard to understand the value that that 10,000 brings. Like over your lifetime, if you invest $10,000 into yourself, over 20 years of business, that's a millions and millions of dollars in return if you do it right. That's, that's, that's such an important message. And, you know, I, I can, I can only, th that was the reason why I became a coach because I firsthand saw how much, you know, putting in a, a $500. I remember I went to a seminar once and it cost me, what was it? $600. And at the time for me, that was a lot of money. I was like, I don't have that money. I got to save up for it. And I, and I did it that became a thousand eggs easily. That was the most transformational investment that I had ever experienced at the time. I was like, this is insane. It's like, my relationship is better. I sleep better. I eat better. I work out better. I'm, I'm making more money in my business. I'm way yeah. more confident in the way that I show up in my business. I got invited to speak, you know, and, and so forth. And it's just like, yeah. what? all from this thing? So it's crazy. What you're saying makes so much sense. And I love how that analogy that you brought forward is like, if your first investment deal in like a property is like 50K or more than that, before you do that, if you can't afford it, take a fraction of that and invest it in yourself because your mind is going to come up with opportunities that you have no idea even existed. Exactly, man. And even if like, if the 10 grand sounds like a lot and it is a lot, right? Um, and I've been there before where 10 grand was like, the most amount of money in the world um invest into something small dude 50 bucks 60 bucks a month you know or something something just to get you going to get the right mindset down because that's going to give you tremendous tremendous return on your money and on your life you know and that and that's the biggest that's one of the biggest things i could say i love that and and as we as we come to the end of this conversation i have one more question for you which i always ask my listeners i'm really curious to hear what you have to say is if you could spend one hour of your time with any person dead or alive who would it be and why mm, that's a great question man i love that um i've answered this in a in a in a kind of a different way. I think I would spend that hour with um, me at the end of my life. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Why? There's, I think that I'm a believer that we, we go, there's something beyond this work, this earth. There's something that happens after. And I don't know what that is. Um, but I would spend that hour with that, with that person right before, like me, right before I go, because there's so many lessons that I think that I could learn and I can extrapolate from that experience that I, that I would have completely missed out on yeah. 
if I didn't have that conversation. Because things happen every day and we miss them. We miss them like, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think how this aligned, you know? And I would want to do it in like a way where it's like, you ever talk to somebody about a movie that you haven't seen yet? And you're like, don't ruin the good shit. But at least give me some kind of feedback on like things that I would like or not like. Right. I would have that kind of conversation. Hmm. Don't ruin the things that are, are naturally going to occur. But I look for hints about things that I would have, I would have, I would have missed out on otherwise. Interesting. I like that. That's very good. That's it, that you do the first one who, who has given me that answer, and I appreciate that. And you know, I wanna, I wanna really highlight you for being a guest on the show today, and also for, more importantly, for being an example for someone who's walking the talk, for someone who's taking on, really those principles, and then the mindset shift, and really having 10x almost any area of your life and i know that you also have a podcast you know uh, i was i was once blessed to be on your podcast and is there an invitation that you have for someone who might be listening you know if you're looking for new podcast guests for sure the biggest place that i'm on every day is instagram so uh if you're on instagram uh, you can follow me at chintel c so that's c h i n c um no dots or hyphens or anything like that just gentle c and i would love to connect with you um if you found value from this you know dm me just let me know like hey i found this valuable if there's something else that you want to talk about or uncover i'm happy to, to talk about that um if you want to learn about real estate you know feel free to hit me up um and if you want to come on a podcast or even mm -hmm. talk about you know podcasting in general if you want to start your own i'm happy to talk about that as well so uh, i'm someone that loves to connect with other people no matter what you do you know how you do it i'm I, I love connecting with other people so just yeah hit me up and i'm happy to happy to talk beautiful beautiful thank you so much i will add your links into the show notes so for everyone listening highly recommend connecting with shintel he's an amazing human being he has a very big heart very open to supporting one another and if there's one thing that i've learned in this journey of entrepreneurship is that you will only go as far as your ability to ask for help and support. And um, I think Shintel is a great person to ask. Him. So thank you so much for being on the show. Really appreciated you being here and spending the time. Thank you everyone for tuning into the Self-Doubt Solution. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Bye.